my shades, I'm covering up my eyes I'm jumping in my rider, headed over tonight I'm solo, I'm Han Solo, I'm Han Solo, I'm Han Solo, solo I'm, I'm still in pod races, kissing mother of dragons uh, uh, Woody Harrelson is my dad, kinda you, Wait, can I do the I'm white solo, person version? <laughs> Han Solo, solo We'll do the white person uh, uh, Han Solo cup <laughs> I fill you up. Let's have a party. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys, boys and girls. And girls. I want to say it with you. Ladies Every- and gentlemen, boys and girls. <laughs> now you go. Everyone outside and in, in between. between. Welcome, welcome back. back. Oh, it's, oh, the bit is back. It's back. I oh, it's <laughs> back. It's been bow, a few bow, weeks. Bow, bow, bow. We How watched are you doing? Solo. <laughs> We did watch Han... Oh, it's not called Han it's Solo. It's just called Solo. Solo. Which I don't like still. Yeah. Solo, a Star Wars story. Yeah. Did you hear that thing where people were like, I wonder if every Star Wars story is going to be like a singular thing? Because Rogue One, Solo... Probably. Obi-Wan, Kenobi. No, it's just going oh, to be Kenobi. Yeah, if, if this was just that. Solo, it's just going to yeah. be Kenobi. My name is Sam Bannigan. And I'm Andrew Thomas. This week, we watched Han Solo's origin standalone story movie thing. Directed by Phil Howard and Christopher Rod. Nope. Just just one of them. Just one of them. Yeah, sorry guys. Uh, Just the one. General thoughts? General thoughts... You look very like upset. Not upset. It's not that I'm disappointed. Upset. Like, like the thing is, I went in with low expectations, like everybody else. Uh huh. I went in with like very low expectations. And, I'm gonna take off a sweater. I'm, okay. I apologize. I can breathe. I can breathe. Are you being my sweater? Was that the bit you just did? Were you my sweater? It's just so fine. It is. It's just so fine. It's very fine, mediocre. This American Pie. It's a very mediocre movie. That's for sure. And I just, I don't know. This what? year's been pretty good with blockbusters, right? Yeah, we've like, been doing fairly good. well. Black Panther, Infinity, Infinity War, War, the DP two, Deadpool two, killing uh, it. I mean, like, yeah, we had our Tomb Raiders, but like, but like, you know, overall, I really liked Ready Player One, but like overall. We've been doing pretty It's been pretty, pretty good. Decent. It's just like going back to a normal, just mediocre, mediocre movie. Movie, yeah. It's not. It's, it's not the best. Yeah, that's for what sure. What did you think? Uh, I like enjoyed it. I enjoyed it more than I enjoyed Rogue One, which you had issues with. But we'll get into that later, I suppose. Yeah. But yeah, I, I was like, yeah, this is fine. It's fun, and some some bits were like really cool, and I was like, yeah. All right. Yeah. So I just, I just thought it was fine, and I was like, "Yeah, this is fine." Like I enjoyably fine, not, yeah. not enjoyably fine. Do you want to get into some Let's spoilers? Get into yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah, that's our spoiler-free review. That was real quick. Honestly, I'm not gonna lie to you. In this movie, you know everything. There's nothing really that. There's like one. I was gonna say spoiler turd for wrestlers. There's a couple cool parts. <laughs> There's a couple cool p- bits. Yeah, that I enjoyed seeing on a big screen. 
But uh, if you if you it's a prequel, you know what happens. Yeah, if you want to go see a movie, maybe Ch- go see Deadpool two. Yeah, Chewbacca gets hit by a planet and dies. What? That's a real thing. <laughs> That's an absolutely real thing. I don't Justin, think... if you're listening, I hope you're laughing. Uh, or you? Oh, was that just a bit? No, 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 friend. I'm, no, no, no. I'm being real serious. So once me and Justin, we were talking to one of our friends, uh-huh. and he was really into like Star Wars uh-huh. legacy. Now that you call it, oh, and he yeah. said, "Yeah, Chewbacca was hit by a planet," <laughs> what? and we were both like, "What the <laughs> hell? What?" And yeah, Chewbacca like saves Han Solo's children and gets hit by a planet. A planet. <laughs> I thought you were doing a... No, this is real. This is a real thing. Oh, wow. This is some real extended universe. No, no Thanos. This was before Thanos. I didn't know that. I just like imagining Chewbacca getting by planet. (laughs) 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 No, I imagine he drops that. He's like, avenge me! (laughs) He finally speaks English. He's like, ah! But yeah, so spoilers. (laughs) Um... Chewbacca does not get hit by a planet in <laughs> not, this movie. Not I will yet. say that. Episode 9, I'm looking at you. Um, <laughs> if that happens in episode 9, I'm going to leave. I'm going to walk out. You're going to walk out? <laughs> walk out. The climactic moments. It's like we're going to finally like figure out who wins, who dies, everything. Tells their story. <laughs> and then and Chewbacca gets hit by a planet and Andrew Thomas I'm going to be sitting out right the in the middle of the IMAX in Lincoln Square and be like excuse me excuse pardon me, me. Excuse sorry me. everyone's going to be like me. what the fuck excuse are you me. doing pardon with my bag excuse me pardon <laughs> me excuse me pardon me excuse me that would be awful I would be upset with you <laughs> anyway Star Wars spoilers spoilers I guess I mean like but like now that spoiler's gone literally what is there to spoil Woody Harrelson is a traitor and yep. Amelia Clark is working with the bad guy who, who is, is also um, Darth Maul. Darth Maul. Which is weird. Why is that weird? I mean, like. Because he died. But, like. It's why Boba. We, we were talking about this earlier. Why Boba Fett's cool. People like the way he looked. Just because so he looks cool doesn't mean you should bring him back. Like, it's fucking garbage. Garbage. He's back. So. I just don't get it. Like, what is get the logic for he got Obi-Wan cut, Kenobi in he got 2020? Cut in half. <laughs> And fell down a giant pit. And then he's just... Oh, yeah, he's fine. He's back. Back streets, back. Like, what? Maybe Mace Windu's back now. That would also not make any sense. Like, there are things... Like, space doesn't work that way. If you get cut in half and you fall down a giant pit, you should be dead. Sam Bannigan's Star Wars 2018. Um, I just... Yeah, I really... So let's, let's you know, we're going to save this bit to the end. If you haven't listened to us, that's what we do. We just want to run through some things with the cast, with the crew, and yeah, all yeah, of that. Yeah. And then we'll get into, into it. <laughs> Usually I say, let's talk about the real stars. Who are the stars? Um, Donald Glover. Donald Glover. Alden Ehrenreich. Alden Ehrenreich. You want to start? Let's start. Let's save the directors for the end. Uh, all right. Or director. Directors? Directors. Directors. Alden Ehrenreich. Yeah. Now, I remember when they were filming, they were like, this boy cannot act. He is not good. Oh, he's too, yeah, I thought he did great. He did really good. Yeah, he did great. He did amazing. It, it's really because, like, in most prequel films, and they have to recast a younger actor, mm-hmm. it's really hard for them not to do 
an imitation. Because usually what happens is they either do an imitation. And which, it goes badly. Exactly. Or they do something completely different. And it goes badly. And it goes badly. Or it's just like, you did good, but it's just not the same. Yeah. So why is this a prequel anyway? Yeah. Just make a different movie. Exactly. Just sort of how I felt about this movie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but let's just talk about the performance right now. Aaron, he uh, did, Aldrich, he did, Alden Ehrenreich. Alden Ehrenreich. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. He did great. Did very well. It's, he walked that perfect line of he did justice to the character of Han Solo. Yeah. But he also was like, he ha- I, I'm going to do me. I'm going to yeah. make this my. But he had the Harrison Ford bits in him. Yeah. He I could like see like, oh, I get why they cast this guy. Exactly. Because he's doing like, he's not just doing a Harrison Ford impression. He's just kind of incorporating what I, like some parts of like Harrison Ford's Han Solo that I kind of think of into his yeah. character. And I think he did that really, really well. Even with the way he walked. Yeah. It was just like little bits, just little nice things are just like, oh yeah, I see him being Han Solo. I get yeah. it. I understand. And then the man of the hour who is killing it right now. Yeah. Actor, writer, producer. Songwriter. Childish Gambito. <laughs> he is a fantastic actor. He is perfectly cast as Lando Calrissian in a different movie. He's fine. <laughs> he's fine. He would be, but he would. He's such a good Lando. And yes, like he's I, such a good Lando. If Phil Lord and Chris Miller were still making this movie, but they're not. But they're not, and so he's like a fine Lando. Like yeah. he's fine. He's he's fine. He like does the. He does more of the impression of Billy D, which is fine for me. It's just like I much rather because the thing is Donald Glover could have done the same thing that yeah, uh, Mister Aaron. Aaron Reich. Aaron Reich. Yeah. Why did you... Oh, your name. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, I just wish that he did that, but it was very much a, okay, let me listen to Billy D. Talk. Let me watch Empire and Return of the Jedi. Let me watch some Colt fi- uh, 45 commercials, and let me just do that. And it just came off as, as a, you know, the Times Square characters I still me. yeah no I, I still stand by like I think if Phil Lord and Chris Miller had made this movie yes he would have been like it would have fit everyone would have been like probably... he's like the best like he's the top of the top in this movie he's killing it every second but I think I think Donald Glover signed on to make that movie that uh-huh. Phil Lord and Chris Miller like wacky meta comedy movie yeah and then when Ron Howard came in he was like, okay, cool, I'm still like going to do this because I'm still like a Star Wars fan and I, I love playing Lando, but I just think that he wanted to make that goofy meta fun movie. Yeah. Because like those poker scenes felt a lot more like that. Yeah. And I think that's where he really shined. And I guess what you're saying is that exactly, but he shined, but it, it kind of wasn't like a shine and complimenting this movie. It was a shine and detracting from this movie. Yes. Almost like, did they reshoot some of his scenes? Or... Because it feels like when it's just him, it feels like a different movie. Yeah, it does. 110%. Like, those those poker scenes feel Especially the different. poker scene at the end feels yes. like a different... Completely it did not feel different. like a Rod Howard. So completely like, different. It felt entirely jokey and like it was trying to be this different movie. It was really weird. 
I liked those scenes. Yeah. Those are probably my two favorite scenes in the movie. Exactly. <laughs> and, like, what am I... I don't talk about him a lot because he does a lot of smaller roles, but I love Woody Harrelson. He's, he's so good. and He's he, so good every time. <laughs> to me, talk about sleepwalking in a, in a role. He was kind of like, yeah, he I'm, just, I'm just here. I mean, like, listen, I'm this important to Han Solo and I'm not in the other movies. I'm dead. I'm just going to... Disney pays really nice. It's really good. It just feels like I think like he did just, fine. Like, I, I... No one in this movie was like, Bad. Yeah, like, no any one was of the bad, but but I think that's where your problem lies. Exactly. We'll get into that. Let's just sing the rest of the review. Let's not. Let's do something different. Listen, right, right, Star Wars, right, Kathleen Car- Kennedy. Let's do something different. <sighs> and yeah, when and also fanboys, when we do something different, like the Last Jedi, don't complain. Yeah, don't, don't get whine mad like the little last, babies. The Last Jedi don't, is the greatest Star Wars cry. film to ever be made. I don't know what the fuck you guys are talking about. Because a part so of me, good. When did they? When did they? And yeah, Amelia Clark's fine. Do you have anything to say? Amelia Clark is is great. I love her in everything. She's I want to see her do more. Not. Fantasy big things. name things. Like I want to see her not do like a Terminator. Like I want to see her do like just a random movie that has nothing to do with anything else. Just do a thing. Because uh, yeah, she's going to be great. I want to see her bust out those. I want to see her get an Oscar. I want those like Academy Award like level. Yeah. She could do it. She could do it. But Easily. She just, yeah. Is doing but she just. She's been Terminator. In, it's, yeah. It's like Game of Thrones. Terminator. Star Wars. Yeah. And you and yeah. then you know and she's great in them yeah. but like you can do other stuff you can be so much better in other things I just this movie man this movie is just so just I was I had a point to made but I completely forgot it something um, about The Last Jedi yeah Last really Jedi it's very it, it, oh yes what do you remember when Phil Lord and Chris Miller were fired and also uh, on this, we'll talk about the vaguely. I was it after Last Jedi or was it before? I think it was before Last Jedi. It was definitely before Last Jedi. It was definitely before Last Jedi because yeah. there's no way that they shot. Oh yeah, I forgot. That Last movie. Jedi came out not even a year ago. Yeah, the Last Jedi did not come out six months ago. It feels like it's been a while. It's been almost six months. It came out in December. Yeah, and we're now in May at the end, end of, of May. May, and it came out like mid December. True. So okay. we're like three weeks away from it being six months. Six months. Yeah. Okay. But it kind of feels like maybe somewhere they were like, yeah, Last Jedi, it's very different, very... So let's do something. Let's go back back home to Star Wars fans. It's like, oh, evolution, man. You Change gotta go forward. Yeah. And it's like, let's talk about the direction. So, right. Ron Howard. <laughs> Ron Howard. For what? Because I, I, as much as I'm saying it's boring, it's dull, I really like Ron Howard. I like the Da Vinci Code series. They're guilty pleasures. I but I like those. His stuff. Okay. Let's look up Rod Howard. Do la do, do la do, do la do. Oh, we did the Beatles documentary that came out a couple years ago. Yep. Heard that was really good. I wanted to see it, but I Rush. never got the chance. Rush is great. Is this movie you're talking about? Let's see if I. Yeah. Uh, it's with Daniel Bruhl and Chris Hemsworth. Oh, no. I really wanted to see this movie. Yeah, it's a very. It good. has Natalie Dormer in it, too. It does. I love Natalie Dormer. Oh, he did Frost, Frost Nixon. Yes, he did. Da Vinci Code. He did the, the 2000, how, did, how the Grinch yeah, stole Christmas? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Oh, he did Apollo 13. Exactly. He's done some really good movies. Yes, he has. And it, 
it honestly it feels like a really good director had had a favor to do that's what it felt like it felt yeah. like he was like all right this was done this was okay um you know what it's not like i don't know how to direct a movie so let's just do it it didn't feel like you know what you know what my problem with solo is it lacked passion mm-hmm. it lacked passion 110 percent. and you know You're even Star bad Wars movies movie. even the room has passion oh you yeah it does hell it has oh passion. yeah that that Tommy Wiseau butt, it just filled felt like, with passion. Yes, exactly that thrusted butt, um, <laughs> and it feels just like this guy was like, "Yo, you just brought me on." I like Star Wars. Who doesn't like Star Wars? But like, I just read the script a week ago. You guys are halfway through production. You know, I that'd be a messy situation hit, to run into. Exactly, you have to hit this bay. Uh, 20th date I there's no I can't spill over a week over I can't I have to hit this date I'll, I'm a competent director so I'll do the best yeah and it feels like that and it's almost like is it our fault for knowing movie news is it our like mindset knowing that this happened or is it just that I think that's part of it passionless of a movie I think that's part of it and that's the same issue that I had with when we talked about Infinity War, of like knowing yes, that there uh-huh. are, there is something else like like takes away from this movie. So yeah, I think knowing that Phil Lord and Chris Miller were like working on this movie, like shooting like half a movie, yeah, and then they got fired. Like is is watching it that like as soon as I heard that I was like, all right, this movie is not going to be good. I'm not going to enjoy they it. They can bring it Spielberg, and it's it probably. Would would have been the same results. Yeah. yeah. It, it's just a... Like, it doesn't matter who you bring in after that, because it's like... It's just going to be a mess. Yeah, because... Like, no matter what. Because they're not doing... Uh, they're not directing a movie. It's almost like Ron Howard wasn't directing a movie. He was uh, course correcting. Yeah, like, he my like, numbers movie. Exactly. He was like, let me make the best version of a movie that I can. Which it probably was. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it was competently made. I told this to you. Yeah. It was competently made, but every movie is supposed to be competently made. What was the last movie that you saw that, like, wasn't? Fantastic Four? Yeah. <laughs> um, that was, like, years ago. Yeah, 2015. But even that wasn't the director's fault. Yeah, it was studio going like it, like Allegedly. So the, <laughs> yeah. But, like, before that, what do you got? Like, every movie is competently made. Yeah. Even Fantastic Four is garbage. But, like, it's competent. Is half competent. Yeah, you know, least. a lot of them are all like film festival student films. I'm like, yeah, yeah, this, uh, uh. yeah but like those exactly. Don't count. <laughs> I know they don't count. So it's like you need to have more, and it was a lot of Disney or Kathleen Kennedy or whomever to ask Ron Howard to come oh, yeah. in and go. Here you go. <laughs> yeah, and it's I just. Because at first, when I walked out of the movie, I was like, man, Ron Howard, you let me down. But it's kind of like... No, he didn't. I imagine Ron Howard in a room, in a dark room. Like, what do you want me to do? <laughs> so it's like... And now I feel bad for like talking about Donald Glover, because it's probably true. Like, did they reshoot his scenes? Or was it... Because it, even that fir- the first uh, gambling scene, yeah. when it cuts back to Han Solo and Lando, it feels like different movie. it feels different like it's a very weird tonal shift mm-hmm. from the rest of the movie 
Every time Lando is on screen, every time Lando is doing anything every other time than Paul Bettany's on screen. Every time different. Paul Bettany's on screen, like all of like there are some some very specific parts of this movie that feel so different that it's really hard to get a grasp on like what the f- like feel of this movie should be. Yeah, because I never really knew. Like once we like spent enough time in one kind of like this is what this movie is like. This is the feeling of this movie. Yeah, it shifted. It was like, oh, and now Paul Bettany's here, and he's doing this other cool, crazy thing. Yeah, it's like, wait, it's huh? Like, okay, sure. And then it's like, okay, I'm back to this weird, like, were they? was it trying to be serious? Was it trying to be funny? Yeah, I don't know. it missed the... I have no idea. I know that when Lando was on screen, it was trying to be funny. For sure. Uh-huh. But the part where Tamitha Newton died, uh, Woody Harrelson was like this... He really was like, dramatic, no! right? And then he turns around, and punches Han Solo. That we needed that ship, and it was like, oh wait, what about your wife, man? Yeah, it's like a lot of weird. I don't know how this movie is supposed to make me feel, or why this movie even needed to exist. That's a whole other thing. <laughs> but I don't know. Like recently, I've tried to to doing this podcast and and watching more and more movies and like wanting to like write movies and and act in movies I'm like I've been trying to focus on like what does this movie make me feel what is the emotion yes that this movie is trying to convey what is it like trying to express I got nothing for this <laughs> I got nothing for this one I got zip I got nada cuz it wasn't like trying to just be a fun time cuz we've seen fun time movies yeah those exist Deadpool 2 is a fun time movie exactly that also happens to be a very good movie. Like, this was... I didn't... I couldn't tell... Because Phil Lord and Chris Miller were going to make a fun time. Exactly. Movie. It wasn't going to be, you know, this dark philosophical... Even... It's not dark... It's kind of philosophical. Last Jedi is trying to tap yeah. into different things. The, uh, Phil Lord and Chris Miller were going to make this solo movie. It was just going to be... Get the biggest tub of popcorn. Get your yeah. cherry Coke. Drink it. Have fun. Yeah. And with this, it's just kind of a... It's just presenting something. Yeah. And and I felt like an audience member the entire time, and I really don't like that in any sort of yeah. media. I want to be engaged in what's going on and, and like laugh when the characters are laughing and like be a part of the story. Or if it's like some high like drama, I want to like like have to think and actively participate in the story and what's going on like yeah. like when I watched Disobedience I would say that was the last one that I saw that like made me like really actively be a part of that story and like try yeah. and understand this world and like which is our world but like try and understand yeah, the, like yeah. the world that they're presenting me and like this is how this this these relationships are and this is person's related to this person and like I'm actively trying to think of what, what the story is like and with Solo I just kind of Sat and watched. Who's there? Ate my popcorn. Drank my drink. And I, I don't like that. Even though I had a good time watching it, I still am just like, what? what's the point? And a hard segue to another film. I just... <laughs> watching this, I really don't get why people hate Rogue One. I don't hate I, Rogue One. There are some people who... Most people I know hate either Rogue One. don't like it I don't or like it. hate it. I don't like it. I think it's, but I think, pretty... but I think I went into Rogue One expecting something very different than what I got. 
But even Rogue One, especially compared to Solo, it's a different Star Wars movie. They were trying to do something different. Yeah, which I appreciate. It's also shot beautifully. It is, yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Which I appreciated with Rogue One, but I thought Rogue One was going to be like a heist movie. Uh-huh. And then it was not it at was all. It was a war movie. It was a much more of a war-ish movie. Uh-huh. And I thought it was going to be a, a cool Star Wars heist, which yeah. is what I was looking forward to. And then I did not get a cool Star Wars heist in any sense of the yeah. word. But what you got was a cool war film. Yeah, but I still didn't, like... Maybe if I rewatch it, I'll, like... Have you only seen it the one time? Yeah, I've only seen it the once. Oh. Maybe if I rewatch it, I'll, like, be like... Oh, like, I see where this, is, where this has merits and where it's... Now that I know it's not this cool Star Wars heist... Yeah. Then I'll be, like, more okay with it, but... I've just seen it the once, and I'm just kind of like... Eh. It wasn't what I wanted it to be. Not in the sense of, like... The crazy fanboys who were like, "Oh, Last Jedi was this not what I wanted Star Wars to be?" It's like, yeah. well, Star Wars is different. Things are changing. It's been and the Last Jedi years. is the best Star Wars movie. Is the best one. I mean, Empire's really. Empire, like, I'm, I'm like, but like, I get what Empire you're is amazing. Like, we aren't going to talk about the original show. Like, Last Jedi is just the best one. Like, it's just the best one. I love The Last Jedi. It's my favorite Star Wars movie, but I don't get what you're saying. Like, take, like if, if we take out the original, A New Hope, the original Empire, Trinch. and Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Take those out. Best one is The Last Jedi. Yeah, Hands for down. sure. It's amazing. It's beautifully shot. It's well acted. It's doing something completely different with Star Wars. It's like... Keeping the same heart with Star it Wars. It has heart, and it's like, this is so... It's just so good. And it does great... It does like what... It does what I think the original Star Wars trilogy did for a completely new audience. Yeah. Which is incredible. And I love it. And we're talking about a movie that we did not see this week. Yes. Which is probably very telling of this movie. Exactly. And I just... I really don't have any more things to say it's about a this lo- movie. It's, there's not a lot. So... Let's talk about the, our bigger issues. That's the thing that we do on yeah. Welcome Back. Okay, yeah, for sure. So, that's our thoughts on the movie. In this discussion, we're probably going to go back to Solo, back and forth, but like, yeah. that's, that's our main thoughts. That's, those are our main thoughts on the movie. We're now going to get into Star Wars Star and Wars. Disney owning Star Wars. And do you want to talk about that? I love Let's, all right, talk, go, I go into it. I want to talk about Disney and Star Wars. Clear your throat. I. I was, I had a very mixed reaction to hearing that Disney bought Star Wars and was like gonna do Star Wars movies. Uh huh. Because part of me was like, okay, cool, more Star Wars stuff. But I was also like really worried about it, which I think yeah. a lot of people were. Were just like, oh man, Disney owns Star Wars. Like it's gonna be different. It's gonna be weird and like, and so as excited as I was for. Force Awakens, I was so nervous going into that movie. Just like, what if this sucks? It had been out for like two, three days when I saw it. I had been hearing good things, but like I really wanted to stay away from it. And I was yeah, just also, like, yeah, Phantom Menace had good reviews. Yeah, so I was like, I just want to stay away from everything. I just want to go in and watch this movie. And I wasn't, I like had seen the trailers and I was like, it looks good. Like, it looks good. Do Should I have my hopes up for this movie? Yeah. And then I saw it, and I was 
I was like dumbfounded because I was just like, holy shit, like this was fucking awesome. Like I had such a good time watching it. I was like, this is great. Like it has the heart of Star Wars, but it's like new stuff. And it was like, it made it because uh, for the people at home, if you don't know, A New Hope changed the way that movie theaters work, which is pretty cool um, because people back in the day, you could just buy a movie ticket and then they just wouldn't kick you out yeah. of the movie theater. And then New Hope came out, and people would just buy a ticket for the screening in the morning, and then just not leave all day. Because there's never there was never other than Jaws that came out. Uh, there was never a movie. a movie that people would want to see. No one would sit watch God with the Wind three <laughs> three <laughs> times in a row. row. That would be rough. That would be rough. <laughs> um, yeah. I so believe, people yeah. were just sitting in a movie theater just watching Star Wars for days. Like, this is all these people would do. And I never quite understood that. Like, when I heard that, I was like, that seems weird. Who would want to just sit and watch Star Wars all day? Like, yeah. I like, I love Star Wars. Don't get me wrong. But I don't know if I could just sit in a movie theater and watch A New Hope, like, five times in a row. That would be a bit ridiculous. Yeah. And then the credits were rolling on The Force Awakens, and I was like... Oh, I get it. Oh, I get it. I understand that feeling of just like I was sitting there. I was sitting with like my friend Ben um, from back home, and I was like, "Can we just? Can I just go one more one more time?" Because I just felt so good, and I was just like, "This is just so." I just felt I was on this like crazy Star Wars high. Yeah, that only Star Wars has given me, and I was just like, "This is dope." And then like. Obviously, like, as I, I saw it a couple more times, and then I was, like, thought about it more, and I was yeah. like, okay, it's not, like... It's the not... And I'll be all... And I'll be all amazing Star Wars, but nothing will ever take away that, like, that feeling yeah. that I had that first time, and, and so then I was like, okay, cool, Disney is gonna be fine, they know what they're doing, and then, yeah, and then Rogue One, and then I was like, oh, alright. And then Last Jedi, and I was like, fuck... Yeah, I could have st- I could have watched Last Jedi immediately. Yeah. I could have sat there all day, and that's that's a feeling that I haven't gotten from any other movie, even in, like Infinity War, even Thor Ragnarok. Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. For me, like, uh-huh. I, I loved Thor Ragnarok. I loved it so much. But once it was done, I was like, okay, I I will go out and do more things, and I'll watch it like a week or two later, and I'll have a fucking blast. But I didn't want to like just sit and watch it. Yeah, but Star Wars makes me want to just sit and watch it over and over and over again, and that's really cool. And I hope Episode Nine does the same. Yeah. Then are you done? <laughs> then who knows? Ryan Johnson might. Kill Ryan Johnson that, might kill that trilogy. I, just, I really hope he does because Last Jedi was so good. I just think it's it's with Star Wars. It's something so new and something so familiar at the same time. Just the archetypes of, like... It's the perfect, like, hero's journey. Yeah. It's a great... And uh, both the prequels and the sequel trilogy, you know, depend so much on that original trilogy, and specifically A New Hope. Yeah. That whatever you hear or see something that just reminds you of that, it just brings you back to that... Classic, that, that boy in his white white robes looking over those two suns, like that moment is so good. It's him shooting the the blaster and blowing up the Death Star. It's, yeah, it's something so personal. It's something so almost 
relatable to that like because again that that boy sitting in front of the two sunsets wanting more man woman and child everyone's ever wanted that and had that moment something so great and someone's all and everyone loves adventures and everyone would want an adventure but then corporate comes in and then and then someone's like that's beautiful that's great so that's gonna be $17.98 make sure to pick up your uh, toys from the gift shop down down the block I forgot the name of the uh, what is it Uh, exit through the gift shop yeah um and it's just, and you know, I don't want to be too cynical. Like, I'm just, I'm already thinking about how this conversation's going. I'm like, we're going to get real cynical real quickly. But if you indulge us, it's just kind of like, it loses that magic. And I don't know if it's just getting older because we're at that weird part in our life. And maybe it is. And maybe that's entirely fair. And maybe in 10 years, we'll like watch Solo again and we'll be like, oh, it's actually really fun. It's really, yeah. Oh, it's actually good. With, uh, Doctor Strange. Yeah. So, like, who knows? Like, we're at such a weird time in our lives that, like, our perception of everything is always going to be completely different. Of course. I mean, just in the, what, two years since Doctor Strange, I went from, like, going, like, yeah, Doctor Strange, to, like, oh, Doctor Strange is kind of dope. I hated it to, like, oh. Oh, it's, like, kind of dope. Yeah. (laughs) Like, yeah. So I don't think, so as much as, like, this, this, this podcast is, like, our thoughts on these movies... I've thinking about it now like these are just our thoughts now yeah in this moment for this hour and whatever that we talk about it these are our thoughts maybe tomorrow I'll have a completely different opinion and I'll be editing this podcast and I'll be like well (laughs) (laughs) well well like who knows like and I think that's exciting oh but yeah I mean there's that Star Wars magic that like it's kind of lo- and not even I just and I've talked about this before going on another property Spider-Man yeah and it's so even with the Andrew Garfield uh, Mark Webb series they're still, still like so that funny I still just like watch I watched the first Amazing Spider-Man movie I was sitting in like the second or first row of the movie theater because my friend was just like let's just see it let's just do it yeah and I was like okay cool those were the only seats left we were like at the very end and we're like looking up like this the last shot and then it just cut so it's like directed by Mark Webb and it's <laughs> on a web and we just started laughing even with those movies yeah, sorry <laughs> no you're fine you're fine it's it, it still is like fun and great but with Spider-Man Homecoming I was just like this feels dirty it feels like yeah technically it's much better than the the uh, the Reboot the first reboot series, the Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah, the Amazing Spider-Man's, uh, but like it just feels so. I don't. And again, it might be our age, but it's like if I feel someone in a room counting money, just be like, I didn't feel yeah. that was Spider-Man: Homecoming, but like, but you have a this, you have a Solo. very different relationship to Spider-Man yeah. than I do. <laughs> but yeah, with Solo, but also like, I think we have to to think like. I don't think we're the target audience for these movies anymore. Yeah. That's Cuz like we were for so long. First and for so much of and for so it, it's not that until recently. Yeah. Like yeah. for so long like Marvel movies were made for us. They were made for little boys and little girls just to watch these superheroes do their crazy shit. And it didn't matter if the movie was good like Thor was like just 
fun and it was like oh yeah. this is God and he's doing this goofy stuff and like, okay cool and so there's this weird dichotomy of like these movie are these movies are being reviewed and talked about by these like 20 year old fans when they're made for like 12 year olds yeah and it's weird I even said earlier I was like if I was 12 I would have eaten this up I would have been like yeah exactly. yeah yeah so loud so it, yeah it's weird but this I got us to a weird place yeah <laughs> man what is life it's it's just but yeah so... it, it, yes definitely with Solo it was just like let's make sure we got him meeting Chewbacca and him getting his name which was weird yeah I really didn't like I that I load Solo. Solo. Fucking stupid. <laughs> Fucking stupid. That was like... I was like, fine. I like the Chewbacca thing. I was like, okay, I get it. It's fine, whatever. <laughs> the Millennium Falcon thing, I was like, okay, it's kind of cool. That was like the fucking garbage. That oh, was that's... awful. Just, why can't his name just be Solo? Why can't his name just be Solo? That's what I always thought. I was just like, oh yeah, his name is just Han Solo. This is yeah. his name. Who cares? And then he was just like, Han, who are your people? I don't have any people. Solo. I was like, why? Why does it fucking matter? You know what's gonna happen? I guarantee you. On this, on this, on this path, we're gonna have like a prequel, prequel series to Star Wars, and then they're just gonna see this kid who's like this great fighter, and he's fighting in the skies. And he's like, boy, he's a Skywalker. <laughs> It's, it's like Gotham. You know Gotham. It's like Gotham almost. It's 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 like uh it's the hey hey Bruce, why are you scared of bats, man? <laughs> oh, oh watch out for that Harvey Dent. He's a real two face. Gotham can't call the Joker the Joker. Why? I don't know. I just saw this thing. They're like right. they, they like can't yeah, they like legally can't call him the Joker, so they have to continuously call him the cl- the clown prince of crime and they will ref- they just refuse to call him the Joker. Also, completely completely random. Happy Time Murders is getting sued by Sesame Street. Yes, I love it. I think that's I so funny. It. Cuz it's like you guys, you don't own Puppets? You don't, no, it's it's because in the all sesame, no street. Yeah, all sesame, or all the, vice versa. Yeah, all the street, no sesame, or whatever. Yeah, and they're just like, you can't do that. It's like, why? Why well, can't we do that? It's 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 the biggest Barbara Streisand I've ever seen. I've told you Barbara Streisand. I okay. guess I will tell the audience. So when Google Bo, who, <laughs> when uh, the audience are uh, when Barbara when when Google Maps first came out. Uh huh. They showed uh, Barbara Streisand's house, and it showed the street, showed everything. But it wasn't like here's Barbara Streisand's house. It was just a house. It was just there. It was just a house on a street. Exactly. And Barbara Streisand was like, she sued Google. You for what? Exactly. But here's the funny part: no one would have known if she didn't (laughs) sue Google. (laughs) So it's one of those things where it's like, don't mention something. You're good. Don't mention something if no one's going to notice it. Yeah. And like... No one knew that that was your house. Until exactly. you were like, hey, Google, this is my house. You can't show it. And everyone was like, sorry, which one was your house? Wait, which one are you... St- okay, that's your house right there. Okay, that's cool. the house that they're showing? We're Thank on you. it. <laughs> um, that's the curse of the internet. Never tell the internet you don't want something to be there, because it will be it there. It will be there. Um, I really don't want a million dollars in my bank account. 
I really, I really, don't want that I would internet. hate if some anonymous donor just sent me a million dollars. That would be that would <laughs> ruin my day. I would ruin my day if someone could like like kind of like prank it forward and like Zazie Beats takes me out on a date. Oh boy, would that that would me. be the worst prank thing it in forward. the world. Oh my gosh, that would be the worst. You know, it would a <laughs> man just awful if someone would just. I don't know, cast me in a Broadway show. It'd be fucking horrible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That'd be it would, awful. That'd be the worst Why thing. Why would you ruin uh, my Backstage.com. Like that would be the worst. Yeah, backstage. <laughs> it would be awful if you gave me free membership to your website. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag welcome backslash backstage.com. <laughs> you can sponsor us. Backstage. Do you want to sponsor a podcast? This anyway. Is, welcome back. It's brought to you back. by backstage.com. <laughs> So solo, <laughs> but what were you even talking about? Uh, uh, so happy Disney time murders, ruining childhoods. <laughs> Honestly, I hate that phrase. I, I do really too. hate it because it's a like lot. the your only childhood way, is your childhood. Yeah, the only way you could ruin it is if you had a time machine. It's very true. It's like it's it's yeah. Well, that's like the. I mean, people talk about that with Transformers all the time. They're like, oh, Transformers movies ruin my childhood. It's like, yeah, but like, if you go to a store, you can buy like Transformers shit now, and I know you do. Yeah, and like that if wouldn't anything, be it, there unless Michael Bay made these really ridiculous movies. Yeah, Tate, like, what are you talking about? You have a dope ass Optimus Prime helmet that was made like a year ago because of these movies. Yep. What are you doing? And yeah, it's we're gonna see a lot of little Hans and. Chewie's running around this Halloween. Oh, yeah. Which I am excited for. Seeing those cute pics of, like... I want to see some creative Chewbacca's. That's my thing. Yeah. Some cheap creative Chewbacca's. Those are always the best. Yeah, they're always the best. Yeah. Like, it's like... My mom used to do that. Really? She used to make all my costumes. I went as a a dragon once, and she, like, glued on, like, felt stuff to, like, a ball cap. And, like, made me, like, this cool thing. And, like, she made me a whole... um, Did you ever play Yu-Gi-Oh? Uh, or watch you, yes. No, the yeah. Dark Magician. Uh-huh. She made me a whole Dark Magician outfit. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, she like made the staff and everything. It was dope. Like two years ago, I Thanks, dressed Mom. up as uh, Martin best. Luther King. But anyway, <laughs> so you put on a suit and I shaved and you shaved <laughs> and, I had and a you carried a Bible. Yep. Um, anyway, <laughs> um, so it's like the easiest last minute costume. Yes, it is. <laughs> You know, if I was white, I would have done Steve Jobs. Just put on a black turtleneck. Just put on a black turtleneck, yeah. Just walk around like this with an iPhone. <laughs> Not even walk around. What's your Just what's stand your, in the corner of a party. What's your Halloween costume? I don't know. Can I see your phone? You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, that's easy. That's very good. Um, that's very good joke. And then like, ah, ah, ah. Anyway, Solo, welcome back. <laughs> it's just so mediocre. So, yeah. I, I almost feel bad for everyone involved. I, it, it, it's this, the mindset Whoa. of Hollywood, what? No, that was just like a, that, I was taken aback by that statement. What, I feel bad for everyone involved? Yeah. Because it's like, you I know kind how much of, money they got paid? Well, for artistic integrity, I feel bad for everyone involved. Um, I don't feel like this is gonna 
fuck up anyone's. No, it won't. Well, yeah. No one's going to be like, man, Atlanta sucks because Donald Glover played Lando Calrissian in Solo. It's like, what? <laughs> That's not how that works. That's not. No, but it's... Gambino's last album. This America is the worst song ever because this Donald is... Glover was in Han Solo. This is Sky City. Don't got you shit it up. <laughs> Don't got you hit it up. <laughs> I would actually... Disney... Oh, too bad. Huh? Too bad it like is a serious song. I haven't been like Disney. Yeah, we're doing a parody right now. That would be very funny. This is Guy City. I don't think Donald Glover would be okay with that. Of course not. Nor would the general public. Of course not. But if it was like, if it was it just would like, be very funny. If it was like three thousand and five, but yeah. like to that, yeah, it would just be like him dressed up <laughs> as Lando. Also, I need to make sure because I liked his beard. I, I do it want to do good. that. It was I was like, fresh. Well, I need to, I need to do that. Yeah. I just really, I feel bad for everyone involved. That's why I was saying, yeah, yeah. Because, because it's like it's not you're making a movie not because you want to, not because people were passionate, not because you're making a movie to hit a date for money. Yeah. Like you know, luckily with the episode movies, no matter what you get, no matter if you get JJ again, no matter if it's. Our generation and the generation behind us, it's ingrained in our culture to like Star Wars, to at least appreciate Star Wars. So, like, mm-hmm. people have passion with this, but with you, with the spinoff movies, and not just Star Wars, with a lot of movies like this, it's just really, I don't know, I don't know why, but movies should have, like, should be ashamed to just make a movie to hit a date. Yeah. How There's- about, like, get a cast, get a writer, get a director... Make them work, and then go. All right, when you're finished, then it here it is. Yeah, I think that I think that's just a problem with the world in general. With uh, capitalism, with capitalism, uh, because yeah, I mean these people like people just want to make money. Yeah, and they just want to like, oh, we have to get like this kind of movie out at this time to make the right amount of money so that like it's worth it, and it's just like. Why don't you just make art? Like, why don't you just do some cool shit? Yeah, it changes on. it changes movies. I guess that's another reason why I just like I'm like uh, about because it changes movies for being art for to being a product. Yeah, and you know, and and then we get on a rare occasion we get something like the Last Jedi, which I would say is a very good mix of both. Yes, whereas Ryan Johnson is like, I'm gonna make a cool sci-fi Star Wars movie. Yeah, I get that I have these bullets and points to hit. Because you but know. he like did some stuff that I was like, oh, this is really interesting as an artistic thing, as an artistic medium. That like that light speed shot is still like just stuck. Yeah, I was like, I can still remember the entire audience in our theater just like silently, Ooh. just everyone just goes like, just breathed in, like it was just this gasp of yeah. just like, and we all held our breath for that like ten seconds or whatever. And then it, and I was like, that that moment is amazing. That's incredible. And I know, and knowing that like our theater is not the only theater that had that moment, like at the same time. Yeah. Like there was someone like in California watching the movie at the exact same second that we were, and that moment happened, and they collectively that audience had a reaction. And I think that's incredible. Yeah. Art is fucking cool, guys. And and then ah! and then solo comes out, which just, I'm not gonna sit here and be like, like it's not art. No, it's still art. Cool. But it's just like we're in this like mediocre movies. I hate mediocre movies. I I I would much rather much rather watch a horrible, bad, not good, 
bad, bad Marvel. movie. Bad Not Marvel. v Superman. No. Spider-Man 3. No, no, no. To any of those. <laughs> uh, Lady Bird. Uh, the hey. Room. <laughs> the Room is bad, but like it's fun bad. Hey, I'd much rather watch something, but you can tell that people are into it. Yeah. And you can tell, opposed to a movie... If they're that having fun, is fun, I'll have fun. That's just fine. Yeah. And it's just so... I don't know, it really, like, I hate to be this way towards Solo, but it's like, I don't know, it's really discouraging to, like, hey, you get to someone like Han Solo, one of the biggest characters in pop culture. You put on, like, a white shirt and the the black vest and everyone's like, Han Solo. Han Solo. One of the biggest characters, and you're going to make a fine movie. Just fine. A fine. Just fine. And it's just, it's really imagine, because imagine so many people... Who have passion for that character? Who wants to tell that story? Who and then no, because money. We're gonna get this. We're gonna hire these two guys. They did here. Listen to what we said. So we're gonna get a really great director to clean it up, and we're just gonna because we have to hit the date. Because you, you, oh, we were having uh, set problems. Instead of just you know figuring out what we're gonna do with this film to make it the best thing that we possibly can. Yeah. We uh, sorry. Hey, Rod, how are you busy? You busy? Come here. Yeah. Gotta hit the date. I think... And it's really discouraging. It's it really, really is. But I think that... I think this is where my sort of argument for, like, why TV is doing so well right now is because, like, a lot of... With, like, Netflix and Hulu and Amazon, they're letting directors and writers just do a thing. Yeah. Just, like, just do a thing. Like, like some of my favorite shows right now wouldn't exist unless, like, some studio was just like, yeah, do it. Do your thing. Like, it might work, it might not. It might work, it might not. But we'll make one season. But we'll give you the chance. We'll give you a shot. We'll give you a shot to do something really cool. And, like, they do it every time. Like, Marvelous Miss Maisel is incredible. And it's, like, this weird, like, when I heard heard about it, I was like, that seems like a weird show. But then I was like, oh, I really like the actress in it. I'll check it out. If I don't like it, I don't have to watch the rest. Exactly. And now it's, like, one of my top five favorite shows ever. Because it was just, like, fun and full of heart and full of, like, this beautiful charm of that I think only comes when everyone involved is just loving what they're doing. Yeah. And I with that argument of, like, hitting a date, I think that's a problem that exists in uh, video games. Like, with these big AAA, the Call of Duties, the Battlefields, like, all these movies, all these games that, like, Assassin's Creed, like, for a while were, like annual series. We got a new Call of Duty game and a new Assassin's Creed game every year. Those teams would have two years to work on them. Yeah. Because they would alternate. There's two teams. They'd alternate. So every other year you would get a game from the same developers as you know. Yeah, I get what you're saying. (laughs) But then you get a studio like Naughty Dog that delays like every game that they're ever putting out. And every time it's fucking incredible. Un- the first Naughty Dog game I played was Uncharted 2. Uncharted 2 got, like, incredible reviews. And it's an incredible game. Uncharted 3 came out. It was even better. It's so good. It did not get as many good reviews because it was doing something really different from the other yeah. ones. Which I loved. I fucking love Uncharted 3. Then The Last of Us comes out. And, oh my god, that game got, got delayed by, like, a year or something. Really? Did yeah. It? But it's, like... You can see, like, when those games come out and you play them, 
you're like, oh, it was worth the wait. Like, it's worth waiting for these games because, like, I cried playing The Last of Us. Yeah. That's a video game. I cried my eyes out twice in that game because it's just so good and so beautiful and they just took the time to tell the story that they wanted to tell and they were like they had the the ability to do that and Uncharted 4 I think got delayed by a couple months and it's still like it's so good and like I'm The Last of Us 2 is supposed to come out and I'm sure it's going to get delayed and no one is upset about it ever because it's just like it's worth the wait if they are delaying a game it's because they need to make it the Better. best game it can be which hopefully is why Game of Thrones is doing the same thing. Hopefully. I have a feeling or not, but hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. So, We're waiting for snow. <laughs> we gotta <laughs> wait for real snow. Uh, so, yeah, I think that, like, because I really don't like those annual games. I don't like Call of Duty. I don't really like Battlefield. Like, they're kind of fun. Yeah. But I don't see any worth in them. Like, but then there's these beautiful games that, that you play that is just like, oh, yeah, this, I would, I am more than happy to wait. Naughty Dog sounds like the A24 of games. Very much so. Yeah. They don't make as many things because they're not a movie studio that yeah, can they, produce like three films, yeah. films at a time. Um, but yeah, they're um, absolutely amazing. And same with like Grand Theft Auto V. Like that, that got delayed by like a year and a half or something. And then it came out and everyone was like, worth it. Like yep. it's totally fine. Like everyone is fine. I mean, people are upset. They're like, man, I wanted to play that game. Yeah. But, like, when it comes out, they're like, it's fine. Who cares? This game is fucking incredible. And just, ah. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is there, is there anything else? No. I'm just getting more upset <laughs> as we talk about this. What, are you disliking Solo more and more? No, I'm, I'm just sorry. getting more upset about, like, the state of art. And the state of media. The media state of art. And, the, and all this stuff. I'm just getting upset about it. Because I just want cool stuff to be made. I just want cool stories to be told by people who want to tell those stories. Like, just... I don't... Just... But now... But I feel like a hypocrite because, like, I can't wait for Avengers 4. Like, fuck, man. Fuck. Have you heard Avengers 4 got delayed? I'll be fine with it. I'll be okay. Because it's... I mean, they already made it, so that would be a little weird. Yeah. But, like... God, I just want cool stuff. I just want people to tell cool stories. Do cool stuff. You have you have all the fucking power in the world. Make cool shit happen. <laughs> Talk to Disney personally. Talking to everybody. Everybody wants to make art. Yeah. Do do some cool shit. Just do it. Who cares? Just do it. Just fucking do it. My name is Sam Bannigan. <laughs> I am Andrew Thomas. Do you have anything else you want to say before we go? Uh, I'm I mean, very upset. Oh, okay. Well, um, I mean, you know, hey. And a part of me is just like, maybe if I didn't see episode 9, we would stop getting movies like this. But I'm going to see episode 9. I like Last Jedi but that, too much. Like, that's the I, thing. I, I, like, liked, <laughs> I like Last Jedi too much. You know. Oh, God. I still have Richard's Forwards the movie in theaters. So. And I've paid for four of them. <laughs> Lord. Okay. Uh, we're going to leave. We're going to leave, though? We're going to leave. My we're name is Sam Bannigan. You can find me at Sam Bannigan on all of the things. I'm Andrew Thomas. Uh, Email me. You can find the podcast at Welcome Back Pod on 
all of the things. Uh, drop us a review on iTunes. It yes, helps out a lot. Sure. Recommend us to a friend who might want to hear us talk about family. movies and art or your family. Yeah. Whoever you want to recommend us to, it means a lot. Yeah. Uh, next week's episode might be a little weird. Yeah. I am moving in like a week. Yeah. So, might be a little earlier or a little late. <laughs> yeah, we don't know what's going to happen with yeah. that. Um, so if it's a little late, please forgive us. It's a little early. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> um, but yeah, I am in the middle of moving, so this is actually going to be the last time that you see this white wall, and you're going to see a different white wall the next time. Yes. Woo! Woo! Uh, any, any outro? Yeah, outro? I don't know. No. <laughs> this movie doesn't deserve an outro. No, it deserves um, an outro. I just don't have one. I'm, I, this is the Star Wars. Got, gotta save a buddy, yo. <laughs> gotta get the money, though. Get your money, ho. <laughs> that was so bad. <laughs> this is this. Oh, do you want to try that one again? Sure. sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> I like it though. This is the Star Wars. This do you want to just try the lyrics again? Oh, okay. The um, bit was fine. Uh, um, what did I say? Is this this is the Star Wars? It was something. It was you ended it with "Get the money, ho," and I was like, I don't think that's. That's appropriate. I don't think that's where this should go. 